There's something new on Airs LA every day. My name is Dr. Bill Takeshita, and I'm the Chief of Optometric Services at the Center for the Partially Sighted in Los Angeles, California, and the Consulting Director of Low Vision at the Royal Institute of America. Each Sunday, we're going to bring to you tips and information to help you to cope while living with low vision. Great ideas for a summer vacation. Having low vision should not mean the end to your great summer vacations. This summer, I did some things that I really never thought that I would enjoy, but I did go with my friends and family, and we did travel to different states across the United States, and it was absolutely fantastic. Originally, when everyone was talking about going on such an excursion, I thought, gosh, I don't know if this is going to be very fun, or should I even go? I probably should just stay at home. You know, I'm happy being at home. But later, I realized that vacationing really wasn't so much about just seeing things or actually visiting some of the wonders of the world. But vacationing to me really means spending time with your friends and family, the people that you love, being with them when they're happy, and just sharing the moment with all of them. So we did do that, and what I found was that it was a very, very enjoyable time, and I'm so glad that I went. If you have low vision, you have to remember that low vision doesn't have to stop you from doing so many of the things that you want to do. You might think, well, isn't it very difficult to be traveling if you can't see very well? How are you going to find your luggage? How are you going to be able to get on the airplane? Or how are you going to get on a cruise liner if you're going on a different type of a luxury tour on a cruise line? Well, it really doesn't have to be difficult. It just involves a little bit of planning, and I found that travel agents were extremely accommodating to help. The first thing is if you are going to go ahead and make a reservation for an airline ticket, it's very, very simple. You could either do this online, and if you don't have a computer, you could still use a telephone and call. But the important thing to do is to let them know that you are visually impaired. This is something that was very, very helpful because if you are visually impaired, they will have a sky cap available to help you if you need that assistance. I took a taxi, and when the taxi let me off at the airport, I asked the taxi person just to point, drop me off and point me into the direction of where the sky cap was. Well, as I stood out there and I had my cane, he immediately came over and called on the walkie-talkie, and another person came on over to assist me. The sky cap, he checked in my baggage for me. The other person actually walked me through the security lines, took me exactly to the gate that I needed to be, and from there, there was another person who was a flight attendant who was ready and there to assist me. So this is something that made it very, very easy. Next, when it came to boarding on the plane, they allowed me to board first, and they asked me, oh, would you like additional assistance? And I said, no, I think that I'm fine from here. I'm very grateful that they helped me to find the gate. I went on to the plane, and then the flight attendants helped me to locate my seat. It was something that was very, very easy. As we landed, then, as soon as I got off of the plane, there was also another person. That skycap took me down and offered me, would I like assistance to go to the baggage claim area? And I said, yes, that would be great. I had never been to that airport before. And as a result, I was able to very quickly find my baggage, and that person even found my luggage for me. Now, what I did to prepare, though, I actually used a different type of a system where I had a different type of audio device that I had made. And this is a device where it would beep. So when I pressed the little button, it would beep, 
and I could actually hear if my luggage was coming down. It's a little battery-operated thing that my friend, who's an engineer, had created for me, and it was something that was really, really helpful. You might also find that if you use low-vision contrast, you could also find your baggage a lot easier. You might get some of the most outrageous-looking luggage, but it doesn't matter. If it's a very high-contrast color, it's going to make it easier for you to find it. What I also did, too, is I actually tied a very, very bright 5-inch cardboard tag to my luggage, and so that when the skycap was assisting me to find my luggage coming down, he was able to see it. It was a very, very bright pink. It was a bright pink with really black letters. And I told them about, you know, the color of my luggage was a different type of a hard shell case, so they were able to find that very quickly and easily. Well, from there, they basically took me to the taxi area, and I took a cab, took me to the hotel. The bellhop took me to the registration desk, escorted me up to my room to help me to find my room. And from there, I was pretty much on my own. So this is something that could be very easy to get to these different types of places. Now from there we met up with some friends and our friends had met us at the hotel. There I met up with my family as well and then we went on different types of excursions. When we went to some of the different types of museums we had called previously and asked them if they had any type of audio description. This was fantastic because even though I was not able to see the paintings, I really learned even more as compared to if I walked through the museum by myself. All the history and so much to learn about it and their ability to describe the paintings and the sculptures really made it very, very enjoyable. We found the same thing to be true as well when we went to different types of amusement parks and such. Even now, we know that Disneyland has some audio types of description that will help a person to understand what's around him or her in some of these rides. You put on these headphones and it will actually describe for you some of the scenery inside these rides as well as on Main Street at Disneyland. So if you're going to Disneyland, this is another thing that you could ask for. If you were to go on vacation to the Hawaiian Islands or to a resort, this is also something that you really don't need a whole lot of vision for. I know for myself, I enjoyed the really, really warm, clear water of the oceans of Hawaii, even with or without vision. It was just fantastic to be swimming. One of the things that I did, though, is I really relied quite strongly on my hearing to orient myself. I really listened to where the waves were breaking. I listened to where the people were. So this helped me to keep my orientation. And again, it's quite obvious if you are going to swim in the ocean, it's always good to be swimming with a partner or a buddy just to make certain that you're going to be safe out there. When we went to a luau that night, it was just fantastic. The people there were waiting for us. They actually gave us preferred seating because of my vision impairment. They even had a person who was a hostess to help with serving the food through the luau lines. So overall, you have to remember that even if you do have low vision, low vision doesn't have to be the end to having these vacations. If you enjoy fishing, go on up to the high Sierras and fish at June Lake. Or, if you enjoy the water, you might go to Lake Tahoe, go to Hawaii, go to all of these different types of places, but just communicate with the hotel or the resort or the cabin or the cruise line beforehand. I've heard from many other people that I know who have stated that their first vacation was really much, much more enjoyable than they had anticipated. And this again just shows you that many times it's our mental thoughts that sometimes will predict how we're going to have a good time or not. So keep in mind, visualize what a great time you're going to have on these vacations. 
imagine all of the great food, the great drinks, and the company and the conversation. With these vacations, you're going to generate memories. And for years and years, when you and your friends get together, you could go ahead and reminisce on this great time that you had. So I hope this information is helpful to you. And please remember to go ahead and to make plans beforehand as you're taking a vacation. Let these people know that you have a vision impairment and you'll be pleasantly surprised to find all of the special accommodations that are there to help you. For Ayers LA, this is Dr. Bill Takeshita. This podcast is intended solely for the use of the blind and the print-impaired audience. Any unauthorized use is prohibited.